the Alpha Way Empower Hour. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Thanks, Arnold. So, this weekend, guys, it's Saturday. It's our Alpha Way Weekends All Year bonus episodes. And this is the Empower Hour with Kyle Brown from ESPN Radio. So, this entire episode today is taken from when I was featured on their Awaken Your Alpha episode a couple of weeks back, probably about a month ago now. But I was lucky enough to be featured with one of Arnold's mates, Mike O'Hearn, who, well, you're going to hear from the intro, so I won't go over that again, but an absolute alpha. Look forward to meeting him in the future and maybe having him on exclusively on Awaken Your Alpha show. But lots to listen from. He's in the first half for about half an hour, and then I'm in the back end finishing off for another half hour. So I hope you get a lot out of this little bonus Alpha Way weekend episode with Kyle Brown, the host of the Empower Hour on ESPN Radio. And we will be featuring him within the month on Awaken Your Alpha. Hope you enjoy. Mike O'Hearn is inspirational. And uh, I hold up my end of the bargain with a little top five ways to awaken your alpha. Enjoy, guys. Let me know what you think. Get to the podcast. Work it, make it, do it. Makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. Good morning and welcome to the Empower Hour, where we're giving you the life you want, the way you Introducing your host, celebrity fitness and nutrition expert, CEO of Fit365 Shakes and all-around family guy, the undisputed healthy lifestyle champion of the world, Kyle Brown. Good morning and welcome to the Empower Hour. I'm your host, Kyle Brown. Today, we have an alpha male group of friends talking Awaken Your Alpha, hear whose stories will empower you to take your life to the next level. First, I have my new friend, star of American Gladiators and bodybuilding legend Mike O'Hearn. Then, my friend alpha performance coach Adam Walker will come and call us from across a pond in London and give you his top five ways to awaken your alpha. Lastly, I'll be giving you your weekly challenge to help you live the life you want the way you want it. Remember that we're live every Saturday from 9 to 10 on ESPN Radio. Make sure you check out all of our episodes on Strive, the number 4, fitness.com slash iTunes. Subscribe and leave a review so that I know you were there. My first guest is the ultimate alpha dog. He starred as Thor in the original American Gladiator TV series and Titan in the new American Gladiator. He's the only guy to be selected for both the Bodybuilding Hall of Fame and the Martial Arts Hall of Fame. Mark he holds a four-time Natural Mr. Universe title, and he was voted one of the 12 greatest physiques of all time in the fitness industry. Mike has been graced on the covers of over 500 magazines and is a seven-time fitness male model of the year. Basically, like I said, the ultimate alpha dog. Mike, how you doing, buddy? I feel good, man. It's weird getting it uh listening to you describe me. I'm like, wait a minute, who is this guy? <laughs> You're like, I want to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> Kick my ass! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's more reason why I uh, knowing that I'm going to come over to your stomping grounds tomorrow, the Mecca Bodybuilding. I got a leg workout in today. I watched uh, on uh, one of the YouTube videos. I watched a little clip of you just destroying somebody on legs day and them laying on the floor afterwards, and it was highly motivating for me to do legs today. <laughs> good, good, good. I think he, that might have been. Uh... Me and Steve Weatherford, a pro football player for the uh, New York Giants. Yes, yes, very yeah, impressive. Yeah. So, another Mike, alpha male, but uh, we had to put the beat down on him. Yeah, definitely needed to show him who's boss, especially when you're a taller guy. A lot of times think uh, think that you can't train legs, and it was interesting to see, uh, you know, you just dominate. Yeah, that's, um, that's part of it, man. It's just... Uh, with health and fitness, you got to break all the stereotypes and what most big guys can't squat or do legs, and then say, oh, no, that's not so. <laughs> so what do we got cracking? Where are we going? Well, I know one of the things I was looking at uh, when I was checking out your background, I saw that you know most of us spent our childhood watching superhero cartoons on Saturday mornings and in our Superman pajamas, we're eating our big boy bowl of cereal, and for some reason you decided not only to play the role of a superhero on TV in American Gladiators, but you actually live your life as a superhero 24-7, 365. I'm, I'm really curious what got you started in that fitness journey. 
Yeah, you know what? I, I, I got lucky. Um, I had some great parents, uh, a mom that did martial arts and a, a father that uh, played football and there was a bodybuilder. And there was 10 of us growing up, 10 kids, five boys, five girls, and uh, I was the youngest. So, you know, everybody in the family was very much into martial arts or wrestling and football and powerlifting and bodybuilding. And this is my sister's as well. Like, my sister won Miss Seattle. Um, she also won a powerlifting, uh, the Washington State powerlifting. Wow. And my other sister won the uh, karate, Washington State karate um, championship. So it's one of those things where everybody was in it and doing it, and I was the youngest. And I got lucky enough to see, uh, you know, their examples. Like, like most people, if you can just watch their example and live by by that, you know, it's going to motivate you. But, you know, in the same sense, you know, I got my sister drop kicking me, you know, with, and so it's like, I got to get tougher as a kid because um, I got my sisters beating me up, not just my older brothers. So that's what got me started, just uh, the whole watching them and, and seeing what they were doing. And I just, I loved it from the start. Well, growing up, uh, as I saw on a farm in Kirkland, Washington, with all those siblings, uh, you were the youngest boy. I'm curious what lessons you learned as that small cub that uh, propelled you into becoming <laughs> the alpha. How'd you end up... Uh, fighting for your food and eventually become an alpha dog? I basically, um, whatever, I, I had this, I, I don't know where I got it, um, but I had this mentality of um, I have more time than my older brothers. Um, I'm going to take what they do that's right, not make mistakes, and whatever day they miss, I'm going to do more. Or whatever reps they do, I'm going to do more. And um, I just, I was just... You know, when you got that many boys and girls in the family, you just become competitive. And knowing I was younger, and, and they helped a lot, too. You know, it's like, you know, we're going out to play football, and my older brothers would always say, okay, hey, Mike, you're quarterback. You know, and, and these guys are, you know, much older and bigger than me, but they put me in a position to where I had to, had to step up. Um, and they were always that way. So if they trained for an hour, I would train for two hours even though I was at that young age. That's kind of just basically how it happened, just good support from the family in that sense. And that the athletics was something I could relate to, and, and uh, I loved from the second I did it. I just like that uh, there's somewhere else. It, it, it's not just competition against them, but it's competition within myself at that age that I wanted it. And I know that most kids... And I look back at this and I go, wow, I got lucky. Because most kids, you know, going into college still don't know what they want to do. Um, you know, or they're coming out of college with a degree and going, ah, I don't know if I want to do that. I want to do something else. And I, I knew at 9, 10, 11 years old what I wanted to do. And the family was totally supportive. Um, yes and no. Um, they were supportive in the sense of letting me do that for, for quite a while. Um, you know, you're a kid. You can do whatever. Um, but by the time I got to be 14, 15, and 16, and, and they saw that this was something I was not giving up on, or this is something I didn't do five days a week since the age of nine, they go, okay, hey, hey, you know, we're getting closer now to college and all this and that in the next couple of years. you got to start thinking about something else. And uh, it just never stopped, and, and I got lucky enough that I was winning everything as a kid. Um, that my dad actually, after a while, when I started hitting 17, 18, he goes, okay, you know what you're doing. I'll let you be. You don't need to fall back on a fallback plan. You, you put everything in this, and you're just going to go with it. And uh, then he became supportive again. But it's tough. I mean, I, I assume it's very tough for a parent to go, kid, you, you can't just do this your whole life. And I was lucky enough that I got to do that. That's just got to be an amazing experience when you do get the support and you're winning at that point to just get fired up to transition from it being something you do for hobby into an actual career. And we're here with American gladiator and bodybuilding legend Mike O'Hearn. And Mike, we, we were talking a little bit in the past about uh, how typically when there's an armchair quarterback that sees a guy built like yourself gracing the cover of a fitness magazine or a romance novel, they say something like, well... Oh, he looks great, but, you know, I doubt he's actually athletic. But you're not only an athlete, you're actually a champion. And 
I know you not only played uh, football as a linebacker, but you're a four-time powerlifting champion and the only guy who's been selected both in the Bodybuilding Hall of Fame and Martial Arts Hall of Fame. I'm curious how you really quiet the haters. Um, I don't quiet the haters. I, I, I let them speak their their two cents and understand that I think if I was outside of me and I looked at me, I probably would would be angry. But that's not angry because of what I've done. It's angry because it, it what I guess Michael Jordan said it best. It, it's not that they hate you. It, they hate that they didn't achieve that or that they have put limitations on themselves, I guess I, I would jump over to say. And I let the haters be haters because of the fact that they're not mad at me. They're mad at themselves, and that's just something they have to deal with. The the part that I do love, though, is the part where when I was a kid and I tried to find somebody or some somebody to attach to as as an idol. You know, mine was like Bruce Lee and Arnold. Um, but I was like one of those guys that was like, well, if Arnold could do it in bodybuilding and this and that, and then Bruce could do it in martial arts, why can't I do them both? And then I'll add in this whole other aspect of it and do powerlifting on top of it. And so I just never gave up on, on there's no limits. There's no, just because somebody hasn't done it before me doesn't mean I can't do it. Um, I guess that's a kind of a misconception of yourself. It's, you, you believe so much in something, and that, that's one of those things that you have to believe in yourself so much, um, even if nobody else does. And that's like that one piece of advice that I ever tell anybody, anybody that asks, well, what is it, what is it that you do? Is it, is it the consistency or is it this and that? It's just the belief in, in that you're going to be able to do it regardless of what people think that you can or can't do. That's it. It's that mental toughness at a level that just really doesn't split. And I know nearly all alpha males, they really aren't born that way. Uh, they're really made that way from overcoming adversity and coming out on top. And how for you did battling dyslexia as a child really help you make that breakthrough? Well, um, I think it's that I knew that I had to achieve something in another way. Um, I knew that the, the reading and writing was so tough on me uh, and being around other kids with problems and not just reading problems, but just like, you know, um, special kids because I, after they, after the schools realized I had dyslexia, they just pretty much bumped me off and, uh, put me with everybody else that couldn't keep up with the, uh, the common Joe, the normal. Um, and I saw these other kids fighting worse than me, um, mechanically or, or missing things that there's just no way they're going to be able to do. And I, I, I don't know what it was, but I just, uh, I connected with that and I just said, I ain't going to waste what I have. And I think at that age, and this, I'm still talking about a kid that, you know, 9, 10, 11 years old that's uh, no idea what the future holds except that I believed in myself to be something like Bruce Lee and Arnold. Um, and just kind of, it was just that whole fighting. You know, as kids, everybody fights. Your kids are pretty rough. And being that kid with the special kids that, uh, Anytime you mess with one of the kids in my class in the special room, then, you know, you're fighting me. And that just, that just stayed with it. It's just uh, anybody that's an underdog, I kind of, I, uh, I circle myself around them more than the person that complains that has the perfect good arms, legs, can read and write and drive. And these guys are complaining about life, and that's haters. Haters, you know, you, you got these guys on social media that, there's nothing wrong with them. They're good people. They're they're they got everything working for them. But then they just hate on everybody else. And I'm like, wow. I just if you knew how good you got it, how much harder you can work. If that makes sense. I know I'm kind of rambling there. No, that, no, that that makes total you sense. It, you know? That makes total sense. I think so many times people, rather than be introspective, it's very easy to be a judge. They all think that they're this Simon Cowell and American Idol critiquing, tearing everything apart, but they don't want to look into themselves and and improve upon themselves. And that's the one thing I always try to push through, not only here on the Empower Hour, but with all my clientele is really focusing on an obsession of self-betterment and not only in the physical level, but in the mental level, in the gratitude level and giving back and caring about other people and it's really, really easy to judge everyone else besides yourself, and it's awesome that you made that decision to 
almost be the Robin Hood for that group where you're taking the power back from the uh, from the affluent and giving it to the uh, those who are in need. So it's, uh, yeah. it's I think it's a good thing. Uh, thanks, man. Cool. Well, stay tuned and hear more from the ultimate alpha male, Michael Hearn, here on the Empower Hour on ESPN Radio. You're listening to the Empower Hour with Kyle Brown on ESPN Radio 1700. Get your free gift at kylebrownespn.com. That's kylebrownespn.com. Hey, it's Kyle Brown here, host of the Empower Hour. I'm about getting maximum results in the most efficient, easiest, and enjoyable way possible. That's why investing in a HealthMate Far Infrared Sauna is a no-brainer. There's no better way to end your busy, high-pressure day than unwinding in your very own sauna. HealthMate's Far Infrared Thermal Therapy has been shown to burn calories, reduce stress, relax muscles, purge toxins, decrease pain and inflammation, and improve your immune system in only 10 to 15 minutes a day. Now that's life maximized. Why did I choose HealthMate? Proven quality. 35 years as the industry leader and comes with a lifetime warranty. My life amplified once I started ending my day listening to the relaxing music through the surround sound of my handcrafted HealthMate sauna. You deserve this. And because you're a VIP listener of the Empower Hour, it's my pleasure to extend to you the 35-year anniversary discount price of 35% off. Go to KyleBrownESPN.com and get your VIP pricing today. That's KyleBrownESPN.com. Let's face it. When you dig deep enough, everyone wants to look better, feel better, and have more energy. Hey, it's Kyle Brown of the Empower Hour. As a fitness and nutrition expert for Hollywood's elite, professional Olympic athletes, top CEOs, and busy moms, my clients were uncompromising in their desire for delicious, healthy, and convenient meals for their on-the-go lifestyles. Fit365 is a culmination of years of blending the highest quality real food ingredients with complementary organic natural flavors. More than a nutrition supplement, more than a meal replacement, more than an Epicurean masterpiece, Fit365 reflects the commitment you make to living a healthy and balanced lifestyle. So indulge yourself. I promise your satisfaction. Go to Fit365.com today. That's F-I-T. 365.com and enter ESPN for 20% off your first order. That's fit365.com. Welcome back to the Empower Hour with Kyle Brown, giving you the life you want the way you want it. Now, here's Kyle Brown. Welcome back to the Empower Hour. I'm your host, Kyle Brown. Remember that we're live every Saturday from 9 to 10 on ESPN Radio. Make sure you go to strive, the number four fitness.com slash iTunes, or you can find it all through KyleBrownESPN.com. Download our podcast, subscribe, make sure you leave a review so that I know you are here. We are talking to bodybuilding legend, American Gladiator, Mike O'Hearn, about how he awakened his alpha and how you can do the same. Uh, Mike, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Good. I'm good. Good. So you were the only original American Gladiator to return to the remake of the show uh, where you were the team captain. And yeah. having that experience, what mental game skills did you really learn on Gladiators that you're able to transfer over into the rest of your life? Oh, wow. Uh, you know what? To listen and watch. Um, as a, as a, as a young little, uh, whippersnapper 22, when I was on the original and played Thor, I came in 100% confident in my skill as an athlete. Um, but nervous as can be as, um, a guy that can not only, uh, do the athletics, but also speak and talk and, and be in front of the fans and talk on uh, cue and improv. Um, and watching a guy named like uh, Dan Clark Nitro and just being quiet and uh, setting my ego aside, even though I, I, you know, from the start of it, when I first got the show, I, I uh, believed I deserved a starting position, but I didn't get a starting position right from the start. Um, I was the first alternate, um, oh. and most people don't know that. So, yeah, I didn't get showtime right when the first show started. Uh, not the first show, but the first time when I came on the show. I was the guy that was in the back watching uh, our first starters. So I was basically a second-team guy, um, and it's one of those things where I had to sit there and check my ego and just 
wait my turn. Um, but I got to watch those guys that were great athletes and then also just were great improv and could communicate on camera and uh, be a character. So that being said, that developed into my life of being more patient about certain things that as athletes or as alpha males, we want instant, you know, hey, I can do this. Uh, whatever it is, can I fight for it? Um, I'll get it right now. And sometimes you got to sit back and you got to be patient and you got to, you got to let it just, uh, flow and come to you. So that's mm-hmm. something I think I, I took away from the original show and it really helped me later on with the other shows like, uh, when I did Battle Dome and, uh, the second gladiators. Well, it seems like uh, it's almost the quarterback kind of analogy of, you know, like my friend uh, Jeff Garcia to Steve Young or Steve Young to Joe Montana as you uh, learn and yeah. <laughs> that's a that's, Yeah, coming, by, coming behind uh, Joe Montana, it's like, how do you, and then Steve Young was so incredible. Oh, it's kind of like with uh, stand-up comedy, you never want to follow a hit, you want to go in after the dud, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, it makes it easier, right? But uh, I guess in the other sense, it, we're such alphas that we want that guy. We want if the, if the guy's going to be in front of us, we want him to be the best out there. Um, as I, I do for me, at least, and that goes with even com- competing or anything like that. I don't want to win something just because the other guys weren't prepared or didn't come in a hundred percent. I want to beat the guy that's the best. And then that's the other thing for me is I don't want to be the best. I want to be the best when I'm at the, my worst. Um, if it's a bad day and I'm sick, I still want to be able to come in and beat the other guys. Oh, that's uh that's a great way of handling it. You, nobody wants to win the, uh, the default champion of the world due to the other guy not showing up. It's, uh, it's important, I think, to overcome adversity. And if you've got a great success story based on, you know, what you did and regardless of the situation, it's always, you know, leads to a better story and a better life lesson. You can eventually tell your kids. Yeah, I think so. And I, it, I just talking about this with you, I didn't even realize that, but I, I think as a kid, I saw, you know, as, as, as kids, we, you know, we're thinking about bubble gum and watching cartoons and walking to school. Um, but I think I, I, not even consciously took it, but it, just watching the other kids that I grew up with, uh, the kids in wheelchairs or um, just something was off, and watching those guys struggle and fight for every little thing really showed me the appreciation of uh, uh, that battle at such a young age. I think I always took that with me. I never I never took that and, and got rid of it. And I guess it's one of those things where you live today like you're going to die tomorrow. And uh, appreciate it, and I think uh, I've done that through through my life without even knowing it. Oh, I love it, and we are here with Mike O'Hearn, who was the four-time Mister Natural, uh, Mister Universe. And Mike, I wanted you to tell us a little bit about meeting Joe Weeder and how he took you under his wing. Oh, that was incredible! I I was uh, at the there's the biggest show in the world, Mister Olympia, and it's something like Arnold won it seven times, and I was uh, just a kid, 20, when I was uh, flown out to attend the show, and I was walking through the lobby, and uh, Joe Weider saw me and, and his crew and his staff, and he says, uh, son, who are you? And I said, well, I'm, I'm Michael Hearn. I'm one of the national powerlifting champions, and, and you know, at this time, I just won uh, the first time I won Mr. Universe. Mr. National Universe, and he goes, son, that's great. Where do you live? I said, Washington State, and he goes, nope, you're going to live in California. <laughs> Time for you to pack up and come on down, and uh, that is how, that's how California came about. It was just one of those, when he said that, it was one of those moments where everything just went real slow, because I know that Arnold Schwarzenegger was brought over by Joe Weider. And, and then Arnold just did an incredible, what an incredible life he's had. And when he said that, I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So I packed up the U-Haul, jumped in, and moved to uh, California uh, a year later. Did you have an opportunity to meet or ever work out with Arnold? I don't know. I've worked with Arnold throughout the years. Um, I did uh, 
a lot of stuff with Arnold for his encyclopedia of bodybuilding, uh, did uh, workouts, um, demonstrations of showing a proper form, um, and many times just uh, just hung out with him. He's a, he's a great guy, and he's that one person that I still get, like, nervous and a kid around. Um, but he's as cool as, as you think he is. He's just a guy guy, big alpha, um, but just the coolest cat there is. You can talk about anything and everything. It's always fun. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I know uh, you're not only a champion bodybuilder, but you're also a little bit more of a hybrid as you train like and you've competed and won championships as a power lifter. So how would you describe the difference uh, to our listeners between training like a bodybuilder and training like a power lifter? Um, power lifting is a lot of compound movement, a lot of heavy weight focused um, just on building strength. So a lot of connective tissue, a lot of uh, ligament strength. It's one of those things where society looks at a bodybuilder and assume that they're strong, where I could show you somebody like a wrestler who's half his size who's stronger because a power lifter and a wrestler work on their connective tissue and the ligaments. Um, so that's the, if you understand training, that's how, the training is different where bodybuilders just basically work on the teardown of the muscle and redeveloping it to get more size and shape. And for me, it was like, I, I wanted both. And I grew up in a gym that was a powerlifting gym, but I, I, you know, at that age, I still wanted to do both. And, and, uh, I walked on stage at 14, uh, for my first bodybuilding show. Um, but from a gym that was strictly powerlifters. So was, I was a stubborn little kid, I guess. I saw that picture of you at 14. You looked like a uh, 25-year-old <laughs> trapped inside a 14-year-old uh, you know, age demographic. So like one yeah. of those uh, Cuban kids that they fly over for the Little League World Series yeah, who's 6'3". Like they're, <laughs> they're playing 12-year-olds, yeah. Exactly. Like, why has this guy got a mustache? I don't understand it. So, <laughs> he hasn't hit yeah, puberty I was, yet. I was 176 there. Wow. So yeah, uh, middleweight. years old. So were you, how old were the people you're competing against? And were, so you were nineteen. Wow! So you're right at the top of middleweight, right? Uh, no, 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 no. Those, no, it's teenage. There's no weight. Oh, class. there's no weight I, class. Uh, I was 176 pounds, and it's I was 14 years old, and there was 20 other kids in the show, and this is my first show, and they were all 19 year old kids. They were all out of school, and <laughs> I was just still a little 14 year old, and I won the show. And I at that moment, it was like, oh yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing this stuff. Wow. Well, we are talking to Mike O'Hearn, bodybuilding legend, and Mr. American Gladiator. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Mike, can you tell us a little bit about your sidekick, Striker? I see you all over social media with her on planes, <laughs> hanging out in the Mecca Bodybuilding Gold's gym. I'm just waiting for her to have her own Facebook fan page. But uh, <laughs> t t tell us a little yeah, bit about I your relationship. travel around the world with a... Uh... Uh, a Siberian husky named Stryker. And she's a little female gladiator. Um, and, um, yeah, it's basically, I just, <laughs> I'm a dog person, a country boy, and, uh, it's my best friend. And, you know, instead of traveling solo, I get to travel with my dog. So it's, it's, it's a nice plus. But I know that a lot of people look at that and they go, wait a minute, how do you, how do you get this on the plane and all over the world and all that? It's because I, um, I do some charity work. For hospitals, um, both kids' hospitals downtown LA and uh, hospice, uh, private facility cancer patient units, to where I take uh, both Stryker and my other big boy dog, Elvis, in to uh, be with people that are uh, sick and ill and dying. Wow. So I get to, uh, I get to give back in a, in a cool way with my pups, and, and that also allows me to keep them puppies with me 24-7. Uh, well, Mike, I just want to thank you for coming on the Empower Hour. You're not only an alpha male, but you're a role model and uh, somebody people should look up to and how to live a good, healthy, balanced life, lead, and also inspire. And uh, I want to know where everyone can follow you and learn from you, study from you. and uh... You can basically follow me on both uh, Instagram or Facebook at Mike O'Hearn. Excellent, excellent. And it's just M-I-K-E-O-H-E-A-R-N. And what if people want to uh, work with you directly? Message me. Message me on those. And, and uh, I, uh, I help people with nutrition and training all around the world and do lectures on it. And 
Um, basically, try and get people in shape and show them that it's easier than they think. And it just takes some consistency. I love it. Well, coming up after the break, we have Alpha Performance Coach Adam Walker calling in from across the pond in London with his top five ways to awaken your alpha. Stay tuned to the Empower Hour on ESPN Radio. You're listening to the Empower Hour with Kyle Brown on ESPN Radio 1700. Get your free gift at kylebrownespn.com. That's kylebrownespn.com. Hey, it's Kyle Brown here, host of the Empower Hour. I'm about getting maximum results in the most efficient, easiest, and enjoyable way possible. That's why investing in a HealthMate Far Infrared Sauna is a no-brainer. There's no better way to end your busy, high-pressure day than unwinding in your very own sauna. HealthMate's Far Infrared Thermal Therapy has been shown to burn calories, reduce stress, relax muscles, purge toxins, decrease pain and inflammation, and improve your immune system in only 10 to 15 minutes a day. Now that's life maximized. Why did I choose HealthMate? Proven quality. 35 years as the industry leader and comes with a lifetime warranty. My life amplified once I started ending my day listening to the relaxing music through the surround sound of my handcrafted HealthMate sauna. You deserve this. And because you're a VIP listener of the Empower Hour, it's my pleasure to extend to you the 35-year anniversary discount price of 35% off. Go to KyleBrownESPN.com and get your VIP pricing today. That's KyleBrownESPN.com. Let's face it. When you dig deep enough, everyone wants to look better, feel better, and have more energy. Hey, it's Kyle Brown of the Empower Hour. As a fitness and nutrition expert for Hollywood's elite, professional Olympic athletes, top CEOs, and busy moms, my clients were uncompromising in their desire for delicious, healthy, and convenient meals for their on-the-go lifestyles. Fit 365 is a culmination of years of blending the highest quality real food ingredients with complementary organic natural flavors. More than a nutrition supplement, more than a meal replacement, more than an Epicurean masterpiece, Fit 365 reflects the commitment you make to living a healthy and balanced lifestyle. So indulge yourself. I promise your satisfaction. Go to Fit365.com today. That's F-I-T. 365.com and enter ESPN for 20% off your first order. That's fit365.com. Welcome back to the Empower Hour with Kyle Brown, giving you the life you want the way you want it. Now, here's Kyle Brown. Welcome back to the Empower Hour. I'm your host, Kyle Brown. Remember, we're live every Saturday from 9 to 10 on ESPN Radio, 1700 AM. My next guest is here to give you his top five ways to awaken your alpha. Please welcome my friend, Adam Lewis Walker. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. No, as I said just before, so excited to be here. So hello, everyone listening in, and uh, thanks for having me, man. man. It's brilliant. Well, let me tell everybody a little bit about Adam. So Adam is an alpha performance coach. He has quickly become one of the UK's top experts on body, business, belief, and balance, the four Bs. After suffering a life-changing pole vaulting accident in 2008, resulting in multiple operations on his knee and treatment for bouts of depression, Adam bounced back with two years to represent Great Britain in sitting volleyball and refocused to help more people achieve their success. He's a number one best-selling author, speaker, entrepreneur, and host of the top-ranked podcast on iTunes, Awaken Your Alpha. So I couldn't think of a better guest for this topic. Adam also formed the UK Youth Conditioning Association in 2010 to bring key experts together. So, Adam, today what we want to focus on is your top five ways to awaken your alpha. Uh, first, start by telling us a little bit about how you started off uh, your podcast, Awaken Your Alpha. Oh, well, thanks first again for that intro. I mean, geez, I, it sounds very good when you put it like that. So, um, yeah, no, um, going to the podcast, it all talks about sort of you know, creating your the life you want. So I basically started with what is my ideal day. I'm sure you've heard people mention this sort of tactic before, but um, this is something I found really important from other business adventures and different things. The actual, you've got to get really specific and the actual practicalities of something that you think you want to do when you're actually doing it, it might not be quite how you imagined it. So I started with the ideal day in mind, and that was basically 
to getting up, as I'm sure a lot of you listeners do, and training, doing some exercise, and then non-location-based. So again, my podcast, I can do it anywhere in the world. I can do it in my bedroom. I can do it at a coffee shop. I can do it anywhere. I can do it in America. I can do it in England. And that's another key point for me because I'm planning to come over to your uh, shores um, early next year, and that's been a long-term plan. So I wanted to have that transition. Um, and I couldn't think of a better way to spend my day, mate, than just speaking to literally the world's alphas, legends from around the world, from like business, sports, acting, entertainment, just literally, if they're an alpha, if they're crushing it in one of the key areas, either business, body belief, as I just mentioned, I want to speak to them. And then ultimately, I've got to feel like I want to go down the bar <laughs> or to the pub and have a drink with them. So they've got to be a good guy and uh, just putting some value back into the world and then sharing their story and their resources, my friends. Awesome. Well, I think what's going to be really important is uh, as you surround yourself with these people throughout the world, making sure that uh, you balance out the lingo because you've got guests on from all over the world. It's a pretty yeah, amazing I thing. Yeah, trying to keep that balance. We generally have an, an Aussie on. We have a, someone from the UK. We have an American on. And we've had Africa. We had a guy from Africa, really inspiring story. Um, and, you know, from Asia, we, we're really trying to keep that, you know, the world's alphas is kind of the thing. And, uh, no, it's, we're talking about passion is one of the points of how to awaken your alpha. I, I'd rather fail at something I love than, you know, than succeed at something I, I hate, which is, you know, I know a lot of people might be in situations they're not too happy about. Well, you know, don't let life happen to you. You create the life you want. And I, I, I would suggest that's a good way to go. Well, I love it. Well, we are here with Alpha Performance Coach Adam Lewis Walker, about to go over his top five ways to welcome your awaken your alpha. So, Adam, why don't we get started? The first one you've got here is find your passion. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, finding your passion and how you were able to make that happen. Well, I mean, yeah, we just we just touched on it briefly, but I mean, it's it's got to come back to you know being authentic and being yourself not trying to be someone you truly aren't. Because if, you, if you're going into a career or starting up a business um, that's heading you down a path that's not your true passion or your ultimately where, where you should be going, if you really were honest with yourself, um, you know, and you're successful in getting there, you're going to be in a place you're not happy with. So really, you, you, you've got to, this is, for me, this is the most important step. You know, what would you do if you had to get up in the morning and, you know, you had the day to yourself. Money wasn't an issue. You literally had the day to yourself, and we touched on it before. Maybe go through what would be a perfect day for you, because I know a perfect day for me could literally be someone's listening. That could be like a horrible day for them. You know, I'm like, uh, I've got a lot of energy, so I need to use that, whereas someone else would be like, gee, that day sounds tiring. I do not fancy that. Um, so this is where you've got to really get down to the specifics. Find your passion. What do you like doing? You know, literally, you can write it down on a piece of paper. What do you like doing? What do you not like doing? And sometimes this is a key part to help you find out what is your passion, you know, uh, by identifying things you don't like to do. Um, so that would be one of the key points to start off with for me. You know, I think there are a lot of people who, uh, if we have to put them in front of a microphone or have them get up in front of an audience and do professional speaking or even <laughs> more so get up and uh, have to do stand-up comedy, I think they would rather uh, be a garbage man any day than have one of those opportunities or... Uh, Go swimming with the sharks, but for some of us, that's just truly the passion, and it's the way to go. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, talked about like one man's treasure is another man's rubbish or garbage, you might say. But um, that's the whole thing. Like, I have a lot of friends who I'm quite close to London on the outside. I have a lot of friends who go into London, big city jobs, earning a lot of money, wearing their suits, working long hours, and uh, I'm sure to a lot of listeners that sounds pretty cool. But to me, that is that is not my thing. You know, I would. Uh, I'd much rather not be in a suit, number one, <laughs> most of the time, um, and I'd much rather be in a little bit more control, and my time is more valuable to me than earning the big bucks and sitting at a desk all day. Well, if any of my listeners want to throw out their Ferrari because it's trash to them, I'll take that treasure, so it's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll put in an order for that as well. I'll take it. <laughs> Except you're driving on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> I'll, I'll work it out. I'll work it out. <laughs> so the second point we've got here in your top five ways to awaken your alpha is pretty cool it's find your magic and i know uh disney is the most magical place in the world but uh tell us a little bit about how you found your magic well again this i, I it's, it's probably easy once you've been uh knocking around for a few years because 
these kind of things, if you, they kind of come to the surface. I've always been into, obviously, health and fitness, and sp- I'm huge on sports. Um, we might touch on it later, but uh, obviously, that was my big thing growing up. I, was, I wanted to get to the Olympics. I've only kind of just recently accepted that maybe I'm not going to get there as, a, as an athlete. <laughs> Finally accepted it. Um, you know, I always wanted to get the Olympic circles tattoo and get to the Olympics, basically. Um, so I've always been heavy into health and fitness. I was a teacher. My background teaching in secondary schools for 10 years plus, which is like your high schools. I taught at college. Um, and I've just got a lot of energy. And I like talking, as you might notice now. <laughs> and, you know, kids are ruthless. If you're not bringing it on a daily basis... They don't care if you've got a PhD in how to be successful. If you're boring or you're not entertaining them, they're going to show you pretty quickly <laughs> that they ain't interested in you. So um, this is, when it comes to finding your area of magic, what are you naturally good at? Then it's not always the case. What are you good at? What do you love doing? And what do you get phenomenal results at? Because there's a lot of people who work in the areas where they're competent. So you've got your competency levels. That's where a lot of people spend their lives working in jobs where, yeah, they're competent, pretty good. Then you've got your, your sort of the level you're good at. It's probably a smaller list, but there's things you know, everyone knows that you're quite good at. Then there's things that you're phenomenal at. And I believe everyone is like outstanding or phenomenal at something. And no one can replicate exactly how you're going to do it. So when you find what you're phenomenal at, you need to delegate the stuff you're competent at to someone else. You know, you don't want to waste your time. The longer you can stay being phenomenal and in that area, the better. Um, and that's where you're going to really awaken your alpha. And when you find that channel and that path, for me, awakening the, awaken your alpha, then, you know, it's not work. And that's when the work and play lines become blurred. And it's hard to tell which is which, which is kind of, for me, that's, that's kind of one of my goals. And for those of you listening who think, well, you know, I love this idea of outsourcing stuff, but honestly, I can't afford it. I'm trying to make things happen right oh, now, and I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> uh, please, please tell us. Well, I mean, I've only, only recently, I mean, I, I think that's, again, when people say they can't do things, uh, number one, I don't like that, but it's, it's all a question of priorities. I think people can do anything. It's just a priority. So I know for a fact you can get, for example, a virtual assistant, um, and you can get that for... $400 a month, and that's full-time. And these are, not, these are some highly skilled people. You can literally get someone exactly for your specific situation. So that, I mean, and it's up to you kind of what things you want to delegate. But, I mean, that's what's that, 400 so basically $100 a week for someone working full-time on helping you out with things that maybe you're competent at but not brilliant at and you've got no passion for. That's something that you can sort of, pass out and then you can focus on the things you're good at and hopefully the things you're phenomenal at um and it's your area of magic so i mean we talk about like a, a magician story or you can talk about the the dentist fixing someone's tooth if i was going to pay a dentist and i said right i got a bad tooth how much is it for you to fix my tooth and it's it goes 200 dollars. brilliant how long will that take and one dentist says well that take me an hour i look at another guy and I say well how long will it take you to fix my tooth he says Five minutes. I'm like, oh, brilliant. How, long is that? How much is that going to cost? He's like, $200 as well. You know, some people would get like, you know, they might get upset, but wait a minute, it's only taking you five minutes. Why is it only taking you five minutes? I mean, why is it, only, why is it going to cost $200 if it's only taking you five minutes? And they might say, well, you know, $200 in five minutes. It's your attitude. If a guy can fix my tooth in five minutes for 200 bucks, I'm going to go with him. That's a lot less pain. And, you know, he's mastered it to a level where he can perform that. So, I mean, and that's, you want to get into an area where you can do something unique that people need, and it's showing your unique talents, your magic, and then there's less people operating at that level. Because I would say the dentist who does it in five minutes is phenomenal. The dentist who takes an hour to do the same job, he's competent. So, you know, it's, and it's, it's people's mindset to which the person they want, if they want to feel like, oh, I've got my money's worth, I want to sit there in the dentist chair for an hour, you go for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think for me, the uh, last thing I want to be doing is spending a typical day in a dentist's uh, office. Uh, <laughs> doing Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are here with Alpha Performance Coach Adam Lewis Walker. Stay tuned. We are going to be going over the rest of his top five ways to awaken your alpha. You're listening to the Empower Hour with Kyle Brown on ESPN Radio 1700. 
Get your free gift at KyleBrownESPN.com. That's KyleBrownESPN.com. Hey, it's Kyle Brown here, host of the Empower Hour. I'm about getting maximum results in the most efficient, easiest, and enjoyable way possible. That's why investing in a HealthMate Far Infrared Sauna is a no-brainer. There's no better way to end your busy, high-pressure day than unwinding in your very own sauna. HealthMate's Far Infrared Thermal Therapy has been shown to burn calories, reduce stress, relax muscles, purge toxins, decrease pain and inflammation, and improve your immune system in only 10 to 15 minutes a day. Now that's life maximized. Why did I choose HealthMate? Proven quality. 35 years as the industry leader and comes with a lifetime warranty. My life amplified once I started ending my day listening to the relaxing music through the surround sound of my handcrafted HealthMate sauna. You deserve this. And because you're a VIP listener of the Empower Hour, it's my pleasure to extend to you the 35-year anniversary discount price of 35% off. Go to KyleBrownESPN.com and get your VIP pricing today. That's KyleBrownESPN.com. Welcome back to the Empower Hour with Kyle Brown, giving you the life you want the way you want it. Now, here's Kyle Brown. Welcome back to the Empower Hour. I'm your host, Kyle Brown. Remember, we are live every Saturday from 9 to 10 on ESPN Radio. We are here with my buddy, Adam Lewis Walker. Sounds like Jean-Claude Van Damme. Hey, I'll take Jean-Claude, man. He's a legend. He's Absolutely. <laughs> well, we are going through his top five ways to awaken your alpha, and we're going to jump right on into number three, which is find your why. And we've done a lot of talking about uh, finding your why on here, but uh, I would love to hear your approach on kind of finding your why, your story when it comes down to it, and, and how people can really implement that today. Okay. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Um, finding your why. This, I mean, the other areas we've talked about so far, your passion, your area of magic, you know, what are you good at, um, what gets you up in the morning, this finding your why, why are you doing certain things. So this, again, this is something completely unique. So I don't want anyone out there, you know, prescribing it to you. For a lot of people, I mean, the common thing, for me, you know, find your why. What gets you Why are you going to get up in the morning and hustle and just pursue your dreams? But people with family... It's a lot easier. I mean, I've, I know you've just had a, a newborn, Kyle, and um, I've got two kids, a one-year-old and a three-year-old and obviously a beautiful wife. And my why, as we talked about earlier, it's got to be unique. I mean, get up every day, spending time on a Sunday like or a time like now, talking to you. I love to do it. And the reason I'm doing it as well is, you know, to help provide for them a better life. And we're trying to – we are coming to the States and which is going to be, you know, an absolutely beautiful area to raise. It's a brilliant place to raise the kids. Um, so something that, you know, no matter what hurdle gets put in your way, if you, this is my opinion, if I was going after money and hurdles come in my way, if that was my only why, you know, a hurdle comes in my way, well, you know, I maybe that, that might stop me. I'm like, thanks in the way. If I'm going and my why is to provide a better life for my family and my two little kids, and I look at a photo of them, I'm going to run through walls. There is nothing that's going to get in my way, and you ain't going to run out of motivation to pursue your dream, your vision, when you've got a strong why. Absolutely. I think for me, if a hurdle comes my way and I think about that mouth saying, feed me, I'm going to eat that hurdle. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I I can eat a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So let's move on to the next uh, top five way to awaken your alpha. And, uh, this one I love because a lot of us entrepreneurs try to run the ship ourselves, but you said, help. <laughs> Tell <laughs> well, us about that. Be. I mean, I try to be nice and uh, general and vague in my points, and then we can talk about and expand on them. Yep, help, definitely. We talked about, you know, a, a virtual assistant and outsourcing the things. We're in the, I mean, use the technology around you. I'm the sort of guy, like, don't just use technology for technology's sake, but the fact that you can get someone and provide them, you know, help them and provide them an outstanding wage in their area of the world, and they're happy and they're, you know, they can work from home, and but that's going to help you. You can't be a lone wolf in today's day and age. That's not alpha. That is, you know, I would suggest that's being a little bit short-sighted. And just, again, that's not alpha. Everyone needs help, and asking for help. I think that's alpha, and knowing when to ask for help. But when I'm talking about helping here, I'm saying, like, I want to look and say, well, what, how do you help? You know, so um, 
for example, like when you get to a place where you don't live for what you can get, but you live for what you can give, you will see your life basically change tremendously. You know, um, so that's something how I approach and the Awakening Alpha podcast approach. And it, I, from first-hand experience, I mean, the, the podcast has been going just over two months. And, you know, that the key focus of that, 100%, I've always tried to help people, but this is just 100% commitment in a specific area of helping people. And it has changed tremendously. You know, what can you give? What, how can you help the world? Not what can you take? What can you bring using your passion, your area of magic, and using your why to drive you? How can you help people, the world, and what is your legacy going to be? You know, is your legacy going to be, oh, yeah, he, was, he earned some money. Well done. What are people going to remember you for? Because people will remember you for something, and whether it's good or bad. And that's the fact of life. So, you know, how many people you've helped, I would gauge that as a marker of success. But you've got questions after you. Do, you. do you gauge success by how much money you make or how, by how many people you've helped? And that, again, is an individual thing. You don't just want your money showing up at your funeral. You would like to have friends and people you've impacted. So it's like sitting there with a casket full of cash isn't going to get you anywhere. And we are with Adam Lewis Walker, Alpha Performance Coach, going to head into his fifth and final point of his top five ways to welcome, uh, awaken your alpha and its ideal permission. And uh, definitely expand on that one and let our listeners know what you mean by ideal permission. I know, I've got quite a bit to say. This is kind of merging two points to one. Um, so to start off, we talked about ideal. I think we covered it. So ideal, what is the ideal life? What is what are you what are you shooting for? What is an ideal life? And but I mean, you you can't just oh yeah, I'd like a million dollars or whatever. Just no throwaway comments. Get specific. And I genuinely have done this. You know, break this down to your ideal day, your ideal morning. How would it start? Who would you speak to? What pressures would you have or what would you have to do that day? Um, you know, and then work backwards as in like how can you work to create that, put it into steps. That's the ideal. We, we've talked about that a bit already. But the permission thing, I'm very, very passionate about this. And this is, I think, huge for my own journey recently. The permission thing, you do not need permission to take it to the next level. You know, some people say to me like, oh, you know, how, how can I like to crank it up a notch? How can I improving this area. Well, number one, you don't need my permission. You don't need anyone's permission. You just need to make that choice. Um, so there's certain areas and people's belief system, where they're aware of it, sometimes it could be unconscious, the way you've brought up. We've all got sort of stuff holding us back in there. But, you know, for example, like degrees, pieces of paper from schools, from colleges, from universities, you know, they can open doors. Yeah, I'm, I'm from the education background, but you do not need them to get permission to be successful and awaken your alpha. You know, through these, these pieces of paper, sometimes people will try and hold you back because you don't have this specific piece of paper. But what you do have is your unique area of magic. So don't let it, tr they will try and limit you and say, oh, you can't do this job, you can't do this because you don't have this piece of paper. Well, I, I disagree. There's other ways around it. That is old school thinking, okay? So... My whole thing is like I taught in college for like 10, 15 years. Um, there's a, in that critical transition age, 17 to 20 year olds, where they're becoming men and women. And it's nice if they get a good grade, but someone who gets an A in something and someone sitting next to him gets a C in something, it does not mean Mr. A star is going to do better. It means okay. Mr. A star is, is really good at. He's got uh... a different letter on his paper, but now, more important to me, and I think the world is bringing something good to the world, hustling, personality, people skills, and sharing your unique magic. Absolutely. A lot of times that A-star, uh, at the end of the day, you can say, well, what have you done with your life? Where you're like, well, I've really memorized a lot of really good stuff, but yeah. have you applied and it, it? And it can, obviously, some people get the A-star, and that's the start. They're pushing on because that's just another area they've excelled in. Or it can lead to this entitlement mentality where you think, I got an A-star. Now you're going to provide me a life and an income and a career. Whereas I've, I've tried to explain, but, you know, to like, you know, really guys who are like 17, 18 in that critical time, they get, can get bogged down by this and really get, you know, disheartened if the grades don't go how they want. But I'm telling you, I can say to someone, your personality and your people skills and how you've been to me in this lesson, this session, I would 
I would employ you 10 times before I <laughs> employ the person over there who's got their A star, but they can't even show basic manners to me or get on or talk or hold a proper conversation. Exactly. So everyone's unique. So yes, it's nice to get good grades and things and do well. I mean, and that's what we talk, I want to talk about as well, you know, bring in, do you bring 80% each day or do you bring 100% each day? You know, I, I was up and down as most people are when they're younger. You know, some days, you know, you're really bringing it. Some days, if you're honest, you might be like, eh, going out this at 60%. Consistency. If you have a vision and a goal and you know where you're going, you've awakened your alpha and it's on the path. If you can bring, for example, a little task you, 21 days, that's three weeks. If you can bring 100%, you know, commitment and hustle and passion, but just try it for three weeks and you will be shocked at what happens because a lot of people are operating 70, 80, 20% some days. Exactly. So try that for me. Well, Adam, thank you for coming on the Empower Hour. I really appreciate your insight, and I'm sure this is going to fire up our listeners. And everyone, you can go look under Awaken Your Alpha on our podcast, and we're going to get right into this week's challenge, which is Awaken Your Alpha. So amongst social animas, uh, animals, the alpha is the individual in the community with the highest rank. They're the leader. They're the alpha group, which can be both a male and a female, in which they also can be a pair. In Hollywood, this is considered a power couple. In a household, this is considered a healthy relationship where you can dominate as a team. Alphas achieve this status in a variety of ways. They can achieve it through physical prowess, where they can overpower or intimidate their way into an alpha position or through mental prowess where they can create social alliances within a group. As you strive to become an alpha in your own community, always be keen with these common personality traits of a successful alpha. One, an ability to protect oneself. Like I stress in my book, How Much Does a Zebra Weigh? Self-confidence comes from building a sound mind and a healthy, strong body. By treating your body like a Bugatti and not only fueling yourself with the highest quality nutrients and sculpting the physique of your dreams, it's even better yet, learning a martial art so you know how to protect your body as a means of protection, you're going to be confident and your status will soar. Two, an ability to lead others. While some people are born leaders, others need to work on the development of this craft. These are the same tools that I use to change myself from a scrawny, shy kid who really struggled to fit in into a leader in the fitness industry. Through constantly putting myself out there in school and business and then even in athletics, I sharpened my leadership skills and my confidence and took it all to the next level by taking control of the wheel. Three, an ability to speak well and persuade people with logic. Establishing a goal of constant, never-ending change and self-improvement. You want to read books and study the art of successful communication and how to create successful partnerships and a win-win situations by bringing out the best in people. Michael Jordan is a perfect example and a wizard of this as... This skill is something that he was able to do to take average players and empower them with the confidence and focus and strength so that he can make these people believe that they're stars. Four, a high social intelligence, which is a competence to understand your environment optimally and react appropriately in social certain successful conduct. Five, a very high work ethic and desire to achieve. Notice how it's a combined work ethic and a desire to achieve. There are people who are content being betas or omegas that they can be really hard workers and that's fine. But without a relentless desire to achieve greatness, your hard work won't be strategic work and you're not going to help climb the ladder and become a little bit more powerful. You're going to stay in that same zone. And the final point is you want a strong desire to shape one's environment rather than be shaped by it. You need to be really direct with your desires, your intentions, and your needs. If you let others impose their will, you'll be left on the court playing someone else's game. You must not leave life up in the fate in the hands of others. You need to take massive action now. Now is the time to take control of your life and forge your own path to greatness. You've been listening to the Empower Hour with Kyle Brown on ESPN Radio 1700. To hear your favorite athletes, celebrities, and industry experts reveal the fitness, nutrition, and mental toughness secrets of champions. There you go, guys. That is it. And as he just said, if you want to check out more from Kyle Brown, if you can't get it online on ESPN Radio, you can catch it about a week or so later on the podcast. So that is that. And that kicks off the start of our really kind of a special week 
50th episode will be going out next on Monday morning with Kevin Nations. So next week, I'm going to chuck out as many videos and specials as I can to get these bonus videos. Though you need to be or need to have liked Facebook.com, Awaken Your Alpha. Like that, head over there and I'll be chucking up videos of bits and bobs and little extra bonuses from the podcast. I'm taking applications all this next week for the Alpha Way Intensive, which is in September, USA and UK. Really, next week's the, the crunch time to get your applications in. And when I get back to England, I'll be calling potential alphas over next weekend to end the legendary six assembly for both countries. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. <laughs>